Hey yo, welcome back to Tapped In, bro. I'm Brandon. This is my nigga Corey right what's here. Up, what's up? And today we got Hula with us as we talking about the single life and uh being a single dad. Yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, this ain't uh I know we catch a lot, a lot of flack from being mm-hmm. single dads and all of that, and you really don't get no shine like that. Single moms get a lot of shine and a lot of uh, a lot of people behind them cheering them yeah. on. But today we're gonna shine the light on single dads and what yes, we sir. do yeah yes, sir because you know they're always saying that it's like it's too many baby daddies and black men don't raise their children yeah but like i see examples of black men raising their children all around me mm-hmm. but somehow that that goes overlooked mm-hmm. and even on father's day it's like moms are posting oh well, i'm a father too because i do both roles right mm-hmm. like, don't nobody want to hear that shit. what a father he gonna get credit for helping you make the child those men that single fathers you feel me they not going they not looking for right that validation you feel me they not right. gonna be that's on, your job they not gonna be on social media talking about you feel me happy yeah. mother's day to me yeah. you sound yeah. soft yeah. I mean that's real, but but at the same time, man, I, I still do feel like it's something that should be rewarded to me. No, no, you don't have to ask for it, yeah. but I do feel like we should get more gratitude yeah, for the single so, fathers out yeah, there. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm personally not a single, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I you know, I'm co parenting or whatever, but yeah. I give I give respect and take my hat off to the single yeah, fathers yeah, because love, love what that. y'all do, man. Like Mm-hmm. I'm that co parenting too, you feel me? Yeah. yeah. And that's real easy. <laughs> that's real easy. It's so the co parenting that don't take care of your kids, you feel me? Yeah, you just trash. Yeah. For real. Both to it. Right, right. That's the, right too. the hardest part is really the road to co parenting. Yeah. There we go. That's the hardest that's, part. That's there where all the grief is at, the all part. the back there and forth go. with the petty mm-hmm. shit. There we go. Tick for tack, you did that, so I'm going to do this. And she, yeah. Still in love. And what I tell all my little bros, you feel me, is you feel me, you gonna go through that. You feel yeah. me? Even if you only even if you in a happy relationship right. and you That's young and you it. got a baby or whatever, y'all gonna go through some drama eventually in life. Mm-hmm. You got feel to. me? It's gonna pop up. Right. Every every it happened to everybody. Mm-hmm. Just roll of the dice. Win. Yeah. You feel right. me? But as long as your kids is happy when they see you. That's what they gonna remember. Yeah, that's the main thing. So try to keep that. Memory, try man. to keep that. Everything yeah. else don't matter. Cause you are gonna forget the drama over the years too. Yeah, it's gonna fade. You know, it's real prevalent when when you in it, mm-hmm. and it seems like everything they doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything they doing is getting on your nerves. Like, how can I get out of this situation? I'm tired of shit. Right. But really, in, over a long term, you look back, and it really was something small. Yeah, like, yeah. But that really could have been a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to what we were saying before in the other podcast is like communication is broke down in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like our parents didn't teach us properly how right. to communicate. Right. No. So now we don't know how to communicate with our kids. And how many people come from uh, two-parent households? Yeah. Right. That's rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. makes it even harder. Now you only yeah. get one angle to look at mm-hmm. it, especially when it's usually a mother raising a child or uh, a son. So that boy grows up to see the world through female eyes. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he thinks yeah. like that. Yeah. So then when you get around other alpha males, they yeah. like, man, we're yeah. like a bitch. Yeah. Why you acting like You got bitch tendencies. And right. we don't know what it is, but that's just what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. That's the way you were talking, the way you were raised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's how he was raised by her behavior. Like Martha, she, that's she all she had never been a man before. Right. Never. Not one day in her life. So right. let me say this, though. Like, because... Uh, 
I was one of them, them, them kids that grew up in the home where my mama was raising us. Mm -hmm. But I mean, mama, she showed us what she could. Yeah. She only had like a like a high school education, not mm -hmm. even like a dropout actually, because she had to drop out to raise my older brother. But um, I think like I was saying, I was saying, I think in one of my episodes, um, it was either an episode, it was it was it, it was that or one of my IGs. I did, yeah. but I was talking about how um, even though I didn't have that father figure that might have showed me the right way, mm -hmm. I still had some type of male figure. Yeah. Like, they were street yeah. niggas. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, oh, you out here selling dope, bro. Yeah. Come here, let me show you how to cook this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. damn, you showing me the wrong way, but yeah. you still showing still me how to man for myself. You teaching me the basics. You teaching me the basics. Yeah. yeah, but you teaching me the basics on how to be a man yeah. and how to, you know, the things yeah. that my mama can't show me. It might be the wrong way. Stand up, greet, right. yeah. look them in their eye, yeah. talk with your chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that know? type exactly. of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what's interesting. Like, it's it's good principles, and there was love mm -hmm. put into that message, even though it had the wrong circumstances yeah, around it. Was it. negative around yeah. it. Like, you're like, killing yeah, me, but you, you're loving me at the, at the same, same time. time. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get older, and you realize they, they, they were survivors. You feel me? They were surviving. They was teaching you how. They trying to teach you why they survived. Right. You feel me? So he teach you know, we were breaking this stuff down. He got to teach you, you feel me? Right. How yeah. to ride this bike. Right. God damn, we only got 24 hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we only got 24 hours. I got to get back to the grind. Yeah. 24 hours to learn how to ride this bike. Yeah. Little nigga. You know what I'm saying? Real. Then it's going to be a new day. Right. So I, don't, I don't blame none of my elders for nothing they went through. They just, you feel me? Right. My dad taught me, like you know, I, I taught you what I knew and mm -hmm. I gave you everything that I had. And of course, now the new generation, we're going to have more info than they have and faster. Mm -hmm. We got these. So now we can amplify that shit. Mm -hmm. I can learn eight times what my father learned. Right. But right. I also got to be passing it down, too. Because right. if you just gather information and keep it for yourself and you don't do nothing with it, there was no point in learning that shit anyway. Yeah. yeah. You got to execute on it. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast, to be able to put out information to the youth, all the stuff that we picking up in our 30s that we should have knew when we was teenagers. Right. Because I'd be feeling like I'm behind the ball on the stuff. I'd be mm -hmm. learning some of the conversations yeah, we had. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I'm 36, just now yeah. learning this. I know no, this white no. boy, Cal, he learned it when he was 18. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. Working bro. for his dad at the family store mm -hmm. or whatever. You can't think like that. You got to be focused because you feel me? The last generation is uh, 40, 50. Learning yeah. it now, right? right. We still ahead of them. Yeah, that's true. Know. That's a good point of view. Yeah, good perspective. And then I always say this too, man. Like I feel like everything has it comes in the time and the matter of what God how He places it there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like like we always say all the time: we things that you learn, your gift or whatever. It, it's certain things that you're supposed to be doing that you're supposed to know. You're supposed to understand for you because that's going to be the part that you elevate in this this life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to whatever's going on right now, even in this generation, it's going to be something that a seed you're going to plant that mm -hmm. the generation before didn't plant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we got to look at that in that perspective mm -hmm. as well. Like, shit, I might not supposed to know that shit. Yeah. This nigga might be the, the next herbalist. He know everything about weed. He might be the one to grow all the mm -hmm. plants we need to heal ourselves. Yeah. While I might have to go over here and I might be the person that come up with some to purify water or whatever. Mm -hmm. but, you know what I'm saying? But everybody got their own little set thing that they have to do. But 
when it all boils down to a full circle, like whatever seeds we plant, we have to make sure our kids be the ones to see them grow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to teach them how to manage that. You know, a lot of the things we get caught up in day to day, we doing, moving and shaking, and they kind of learning from watching us, but we really need to sit down with them and take them through the steps. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I want to leave my child at a spot where if I die today, you know how to, you know, go open the store, Mm -hmm. get the lights, you know how to pay bills, you know how to Uh do the inventory already. Right. You're already Uh self-sufficient. Not, oh, I think my dad did this, and then Uh he did, oh, you did it out of order, and now Mm -hmm. you end up fucking up, and now you lost the business. Right. So we got to make sure we we diligent and actually set them down. That happens a lot, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of businesses get lost in the newer generation. Right. And the old people be like, oh, you know, your granddad had that business for 72 years. Uh-huh. And then as soon as y'all got it, y'all got y'all the business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's also like, like I was saying, uh, I do the IG. You know what I'm saying? I was talking about something on there earlier. Um, and I was talking about how sometimes we might be planting seeds that we might not even see them hoes grow. Our kids won't see them. Right, but yeah. we, the thing is, are you starting the process? Are you tilling the land for them? Mm-hmm. Are you getting everything ready for them? That's the process because some things that might elevate in what we're doing might not prosper until we're gone. Yeah. So it's just the thing of just moving forward. Doing yeah. it, bro. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people making excuses. What are you doing? What's the process? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The household name of what we're doing right now might not be as big as we want it to be until we mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. It might do something, mm-hmm. but it might not be as big. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So yeah. that's just what it all boils down to, man. But I got a question for you. Oh, okay. I got a question for you, man. Now, the question is, when did you know you were going to become a single father? And what led up to it? Uh, well, my baby mama went to jail. So it wasn't like uh, I knew it was coming. You know, oh, okay. it was like she had trial and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I had to be like 2018, 19, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was tough, though. It was tough. So, in that process, when you said it was kind of unexpected, like, what was your thought process? Like, how did you receive that? Well, it wasn't really unexpected, like, because we was talking about him coming to stay with me anyway, because he was getting older, he was like, he was going to be probably mad. Yo, how old is your son? He's 15 now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, I went off to nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. father got to come in. When he was going to be 10, he was going to come stay with me anyway. Okay, yeah. But I did just before the jail, we ain't know that Mm -hmm. was, right, just happened. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting you feel me to be yeah. dolo. Yeah. You feel me? But yeah. um, you feel me? So you got what a year earlier than you were supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well not really, like a few months because he was gonna come that summer and stay uh-huh. with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So now y'all at a point where it's like y'all co parenting like what's Yeah, she going out now. Uh she been like two and a half, three years. Yeah. And uh yeah, she's out now, we good. Co parenting good. I like to think so. Because right. mm-hmm. that's hard. That's, I'm telling you, like, when he was saying something earlier, I didn't want to cut his wisdom, 
because I do that. I'm out for the South. Y'all already know what time it is. I'm out for the South. I'm passionate about what I do, so sometimes I'm going to be talking like a motherfucker. Y'all just better be used to it. Anyway, uh, like, he was talking earlier, and he was saying something about, like, how hard it is, like, to co-parent sometimes. Like, it's, you know, that go back to what I always say. Uh, I was telling in one of the podcasts, uh, one of the episodes, I was talking about how sometimes, like, this baby mama stuff, baby daddy stuff, it been going on since we was, before we was born. Right. It was just, that probably had a different name for it, whatever. They called yeah. it something different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's been going on. It's like, who's to say that my mama didn't push my father away? That's why he yeah. went around. You all know. Instead of day. saying, fuck that nigga, he yeah. raised mm-hmm. me. That's the thoughts that I had as a teenager, yeah. as a young man. And as I got older, I'm like, what if my mama was on that bullshit? Mm-hmm. Who's to say? You know what I'm saying? So, and I know now, like firsthand, I've dealt with it in mm-hmm. the situations I've dealt with where it's just no understanding from the other side because yeah. they seeing it from their perspective. Yeah. You seeing it from yours. Right. That make it hard for you to get around your kids sometimes mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And then they'll take that as flipping and say, you ain't no good father or mm-hmm. you ain't this mm-hmm. dude a deadbeat. But sometimes it'd be them like mm-hmm. that's that's putting that vice in between you and your child. Yeah. So I mean that that's kind of rough too, being yeah, a father, yeah. especially single father. You know, the environment counts for a lot. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can put the best father right now. I'm a good father. I like to think so. Right. You feel me? Right. But my baby mama's a good mother. Right. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And if I had some, I know some people. If I had one of their baby mamas, mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. I don't know if I would be. Performing as well as I that's am. True, right? It's a two way street. Mm-hmm. You feel yeah. me? I ain't never had no windows or nothing like that busted out. Right. You feel yeah. me? So I ain't went through all right. of Right. Yeah. So, but I know if somebody put my windows out, I'm probably going to keep a good little distance. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I have, I have my sister or somebody get the baby or something. Yeah. My baby was bad. Nah, he bust my windows out last time. Yeah, nah. You know, sometimes it ain't even the two that's in a relationship that make the environment bad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could be who your baby mama is dating that's making the environment bad while yeah. your kid is over in that yeah, house. Right. Yeah, that's a lot. So you like, man, I don't like that nigga, dad. Right. Like, nigga, I don't know, he already yeah. broke me up. Right. Man, I don't, he don't let right. me really be around my mom. Yeah. yeah, but you ain't really got no control over that household because you know what I'm saying yeah. that ain't your so household. Yeah. So how do you deal with that mentally? Have you that's gone so through that? Deep. Oh, that's definitely. Deep. I think yeah. I've been through most of the everything. Yeah, just nothing where my stuff getting vandalized. And yeah. but everything else, yeah, I probably went through. Yeah, so how do you correct that other man's behavior without overstepping your boundary in his house, respecting that relationship? Because the nigga gonna think you're trying to get back with a I girl. And I'm like, I don't want I ain't never had like, nobody like, messing with my son. My son ain't never told me like okay. somebody mistreated him. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I'm pretty sure I would <laughs> handle it in a way most people would think was wrong. So I yeah. well, let me, let me, yeah. let me, let me, let me, let me put my little input on that because I feel like this too. I feel like that is a, a very important role mm-hmm. that the mama has to be a part of because you bringing this person in the house around my kids. Yeah, right. So if anything, I'm gonna get with you. Right. And if you got to understand it, because like I said, a lot of times the understanding is not good. Yeah. Oh, no, don't be telling me what to do in my house. And you got to mm-hmm. deal with that type of shit. Yeah. So if, if that's not good, it's not going to work. But if she she got to understand that y'all got a good relationship when it comes to co-parenting, understanding what it takes to raise your child, whatever the structure got to be, then 
that's I, I think personally that's who the father should go to yeah. and talk to talk to the mother and tell uh-huh. her that it's what my child is telling me da 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 whatever I feel like you know you might want to sit down and talk to him da 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 you know what uh-huh. I'm saying and she should be the one to say okay let me go and fix this because yeah. I'm the one who brought this new thing into this household yeah I would definitely talk saying? to her first yeah that would yeah, be the person in that situation to, because yeah. I don't even see him as the head day. he ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. You feel me? So right. I'm gonna talk to you. Right. If he, if he need to just you feel me? Right. Yeah. Mind his business. Yeah. Unless he touch my son or something, then right. I'ma talk to him. Yeah. You feel me? Cause she ain't really she ain't protecting him. Right. So if my son is hurt, I ain't gonna talk to her. Right. But if he just uncomfortable, I'ma talk to her. Her. Right. Yeah. right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But now now I got a question for you. I got another question, one more. Um, how important do you feel it is to build a structure and solid foundations for your child, for your son? How, how important do you feel that is to, to set that foundation for him, man, as far as his future goes? His future, like financially? Or? Like, like just period. I mean, you giving him the game, whatever, you know, like what, what level of importance do you feel that is to you? Man, I'm kind of strict. So yeah. I bump him a lot, like. If he came in here right now, I could ask him, what's a man's job? He gonna tell you, provide, protect, progress. You feel right. me? Yeah. He know that since he was yeah. under 10 years old. You I feel me? That. Pump that in him. Yeah. Pump that. that in him from get to, from till I die. <laughs> you yeah. feel me? Yeah. You gotta provide for your people, protect your people, and progress for your people. That's right. You feel me? Because you ain't gonna have it forever. You gonna lose it. Yeah. You feel me? And everything I'm doing for you is for my grandson. And everything yeah. you do need to be for your grandson. My right. son's a junior. Yeah. You feel me? I said, you gonna name him a third. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I love that. I love that. I love that. I remember I heard a quote say that uh, a man would drive himself crazy trying to get all the wisdom for his son just to get wise enough to know that the wisdom was for his grandson. Yeah. Ooh, that's big. You feel like me? that? Yeah. So we trying to be generations and yeah. generations and we was talking about that yeah. too, how like, you know, with the structure of what we doing now and who we rocking with, when it come down to the tap in and everything we doing is we trying to feed families. We not this ain't no we not playing with this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's for real. Like if you rocking with us now, you're gonna rock with us then. Yeah. Straight up and we not you know, we not finna be putting up no walls with people, like we trying to meet people, we trying to, you know, uh collide with different people who got the same mind space, the same mind frame, the same vision. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what it is. Like, I want, man, speaking of that, let me see that shirt, bro. Like, y'all yeah, check it out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We ain't trying to get off. So this is single father doing this. He got, yeah. he making time to do this. Stay ready business. Y'all stay ready business. You know what I'm saying? This is how it go dope. down, man. This, yeah. dope is, this is dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, this is what we're doing. Shout we're out to my bro, Trevor Trail. Also a single father. You feel me? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, but man, I, I salute the single fathers, man, because like I said, they don't have that help that the women have, man. Like, they don't have that. They don't have that. I mean, I'm not saying they don't get that help, but it's like, you, you only got a certain extent of help you're going to get as a man because mm-hmm. the world expects so much from yeah. you as a man. And they provide. forget that we humans too. Like we, even though we providers and we got to be the strong one and we got to, mm-hmm. we ain't go through stuff too, bro. Right. Like we still, we still human right. beings, bro. Like we still got flesh. We still mm-hmm. do. We still feel. 
Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's so much expected from us. And when single fathers can pull through and do what they have to do, man, I, I gotta surrender. Mm-hmm. I got to, yeah. man. Yeah. That's the toughest part. Right. That's the toughest part. Yeah. Raising them is the easy part. Yeah. All that extra shit is the yeah. tough part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the toughest part you have, like, with between you and your son? Like, is it something that he's really not catching on with? And you're like, I don't know how else to explain this to mm-hmm. him. Stop hanging with the niggas over there or whatever it may oh, be. Oh, my son is probably, I don't know, if I could build a kid. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think I would change too much. A little bit, he look goofy. Yeah. You know, brain, <laughs> but he, that's that's part of being a kid. Yeah. Sure. But sure. as far as you feel me, his brain is good. Right. You feel me? And he's in advanced classes. Yeah. You feel me? He even got offered to get college classes. He was that's a freshman. Dope. That's dope. You feel me? In high school. Yeah. So he's you know, very receptive. Chess. He was in chess club yeah. for in elementary school. Yeah. I learned to play chess in the third grade. Man, I still don't know how to play. Man, I'm going to have to sit down with you. I'm going to have to sit down with you. Yeah, I've been yeah. teaching, trying to teach my wife, and, like, I fell off, man, like, on playing it, but, like, I started back getting into it because the thing about chess, but I, see, I real said about chess, every man need to learn how to play chess. Facts. You know Facts. what I'm saying? And that's fact. And that's what life is. It's that, that's what it is. It's, it's, all chess about, it's all about planning your moves. Yeah. And you got to plan it right because if you don't, you mess up one move, you can yeah. lose. It's yeah. perspective. Game the whole it's thing. Yeah. And, and this the crazy life. part. This the crazy part. Um, even though we talking about single fathers, you know, much respect to the mothers too because it wouldn't be no single fathers or mm-hmm. no type of fathers if it wasn't a mother that yeah. to mm-hmm. give us our child. The most valuable piece on the board besides the king is the queen. But the crazy part is the queen is the one thing that's the queen gonna protect the king. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the mind state women got to get back into. You yeah. got to remember that your, your queen gonna go on the mission. You feel me? Queen yeah. gonna go take something out. Gonna be all over the right. board. You need me to go over here? I'm gonna go. Yeah. And set them up. <laughs> it's equal <laughs> value with those two pieces. It's mm-hmm. equal value with both of those pieces on the board. Out of every other piece that's on the board, but. It teach you, it, it make you think, bro. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's gonna make you stop and say, hold on, man, that might not be right. You, you, gotta, be a, uh, you gotta be a good chess player to win without your board. Yeah, you got to be, you got to be you precise. Gotta. That's the most powerful piece on the board, actually. That queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So have you, y'all ever experienced any women that, like out in the dating scene that didn't like y'all, wasn't interested because you was a single father? Oh, that's um, a good question. Man. I be seeing women online like I don't want no nigga that got a baby. Got kids and that, yeah. but they be having like three kids. Yeah, I'm like how that even? Yeah. How you requesting something that you can't do? Right. I ain't never had that problem because I don't really approach women like that. Yeah. Right. You know, and when you're a single father, women usually approach you. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But they just really approach you because they wish their husbands like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's what it means. That's deep. But you like, can't call you for that because they might not be like that because of how you are. Yeah. So you got yeah. to be careful <laughs> on that part too. Yeah. yeah, you might be toxic as hell. Toxic as hell. That's the, that that'll be a big mm-hmm. issue. That's gonna bring a big issue knowing that there's a kid involved yeah. too. But the thing is, like, what get me is like not only like let's say a, a woman get with a guy that has kids. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? She don't have no kids. The yeah. man, the male who, who's taking care of, he's a single father taking care of his kid. Mm -hmm. He's not, it's not an expectancy from him mm -hmm. for help for his kids. Yeah. But you get with a woman mm -hmm. who got kids. First of all, she expects that. Later on down the line, yeah. y'all kicking in and y'all getting mm -hmm. close. Y'all got a good relationship or whatever. Yeah. She feeling something for you. Mm -hmm. She gonna expect you to drop something in that bucket to help yeah. her with her kids. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. I'm, I'm, me personally, I'm the type of person, I'm gonna provide who's around for me. Yeah. Right. You feel me? If you for me, I'm gonna be for you. And and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't and, think nothing's wrong And if you not for me, I I don't even like baseball. I don't like three strikes. You yeah. get one strike with me. You, <laughs> right. feel me? you get right. one strike with me. You could ask anybody. You get right. one strike with me. Right. Right. You feel me? Right. So first time you come at me like that, you ain't gotta worry about me no more. Yeah. I'm out your way. We ain't clicking no argument. Right. I'll say what's up to you at Walmart. Yeah. You feel me? But you mad because you feel me? Yeah. No, nah, you ain't the one for me. And I'm not finna deal with the rest of my life with you. Yeah. So we gonna rip the band-aid off quick. And be putting no triangle Ooh. inside the square. Don't be trying so, to put a triangle so, inside the square. The yeah. pieces just not the yeah. pieces not gonna match. Yeah. So I mean so, it is what it is. My best advice is just you feel me? Quit urgent. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first sign, pay attention to red flags. Quick, go on. Hey, yeah. lots of people out here. Yeah. Quick, go on. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Too many fish in the Don't sea. put yourself through yeah. that. You got shit yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been down that road, like you know, growing, you know, young. Cause mm -hmm. I don't know, I, like I got daughters too. Yeah. So you know, I know how it is, man. And I'm I'm lacing them up from my perspective. Watch mm -hmm. out if a dude do this, do that. I did my player shit. I done did all kind of shit. So mm -hmm. nigga do this, watch out. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also know that they gonna have to go through certain stuff yeah. to understand yeah. like why it's the way it is, mm -hmm. why not to go through it again. Yeah, we even been through that. Like even mm -hmm. even if you were young and you went through it, every man, I don't care how player, how hard, how whatever you think you, every nigga that been through that shit, where they thought, oh, this the one right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then, then, then you, you yeah. might have got drugged a little bit because mm -hmm. you want to be with them. Yeah. But then you learn from those things. You have mm -hmm. to learn from those things. Okay, yeah. I know from this experience in my life, I never want to go through this again. So if I see this trait in you, I'm not fucking with you. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's probably my biggest fear with my son. We watched Samson and Delilah yesterday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bro, yesterday. That, hey, that story is <laughs> so old deep, one, told, like bro. The yeah. yeah, we watched that bro. one yesterday. That story is deep though. Yeah. Like like that Samson and Delilah, mm -hmm. bro. If you ain't never watch it. Watch it. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, and it shows you the truth. Oh man. They say well, how they say, uh, never trust a big button smile. Mm -hmm. was poison. Mm -hmm. Like the way she did that nigga, she set the nigga up for failure. Yeah. She was like one of them setup chicks like they got now, yeah. but back then. Yeah. What? She opened the door for the niggas. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm gonna let y'all know when the door open. Mm -hmm. And this thing come on in on him. Like yeah. It's dirty, but probably the first one, the first back door. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on the cool though. Yeah, just like what the first murder was, Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. That was the first murder that ever happened. Yeah, yeah. everything go back, man. Ain't nothing you under the sun, bro. Mm -hmm. Do y'all be feeling yeah. like y'all kids be influenced through like movies and songs and shit about how they view the opposite sex? So I know, like. It's a lot of music about and a lot of movies that portray how love is to women. It's so yeah. beautiful. Mm -hmm. You're gonna mm -hmm. die at the same time. Mm -hmm. Everything mm -hmm. butterflies like uh, the Notebook, yeah. and they think that love is like that. Mm -hmm. So every time they don't get that in a relationship, 
then there's a problem. And you're like, bro, that was an R&B song, or that was a movie, it's not right. real life. Like, mm-hmm. They really want you to move the earth, the sun, and the trees, and right. whatever they was, you know what I'm saying? But from a boy's perspective, we don't really have that in movies. Mm-hmm. We don't see the movie the way they see the movie. Nah, like, we're we're like, oh, that was whack. Like, right. That was the best movie He's ever. Yeah, ain't nothing, right. nobody got <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so do true. do movies and media and stuff have a big effect on y'all kids? They really locked in on social media. Oh, I think it do with the girls. I don't have a daughter. With the daughters, I do. Yeah, yeah. From my perspective, I got daughters. I think it do. I just see that though. Yeah, with the, with the yeah. daughters. But how you how you gonna reinforce that? Like, nah, baby, that's not it. You know, she fourteen. She in the room crying because mm. a boyfriend mm. told her she a hoe. This is her first time hearing this type of right, term. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? How do you how do you comfort your child after something like my, that? My thing is I tell them like, you know, like what I try to teach my kids, man, is like when a person shows you who you are, who, who they are, that's who they are. You gotta see it for what it is, not for what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And as long as that's you see it for right there. you see it for what it is, yeah. you ain't gonna never miss what it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I try to teach my daughters all the time, because you you got some some young cats out here with some game, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You fine and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to tell them sweet nothing. That's why when I talk to my daughters, I'll be like, hey, beautiful, how you doing today? Mm-hmm. And I let them know. Yeah. I, I, I keep that type of stuff in their head. Hey, gorgeous. So it ain't new hey, to them. It ain't new to them. Nigga, you can't yeah. come tell, oh, my daddy tell me I'm beautiful every day. Yeah. Yeah, you what, else you, what else you got? <laughs> what else you got? What else? Next? Yeah. What's next? You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of stuff we got to instill in our babies, man. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. If I have a daughter, I'm going to do that. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of women I've dated in my past, you know, I was living a certain type of way. Mm. If I noticed I got that reaction from Mm. something that small, I'm like, boom, daddy issues. Yeah. That's my way in. I'm in there. I'm in there. (laughs) I'm in there tonight. Let me cater to that problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we do when we're going through that phase of life and you're just smashing and bashing. Mm. So that's important for you to teach your daughter, like, hey, yeah. I know this because I was that man. That's what I'm saying. So that's, I'm telling you firsthand, this is what he's trying to say. Yeah. Oh, right. man, you crazy. He don't want to do nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you, that's what he's going to do. Yeah, exactly. Then six months later, come back crying and shit. He did mm-hmm. just what you said. Mm-hmm. I know. I was trying to give you the game oh, early. But some some stuff, you know, I come to grips with this, too. Some things we tell our kids, man, whether it's a son or a daughter, as far as some of the stuff we tell them, man, is like, it doesn't matter how much we beat it in their head. Some stuff they're going to have to physically go through it, bro. Yeah. Emotionally go through it. They yeah. don't have to because that's going to be part of their lesson mm-hmm. in their journey of life. So yeah. I might, they might come back later on and be like, damn, damn, you was right. Mm-hmm. But they still went through the process of whatever it was. And then yeah. it's going to be some situations where they listen to you right off mm-hmm. hand and don't even allow themselves to go through it. Yeah. But you just got to accept there's going to be some situations where they're going to bump their head, bro. And we got to let them. I've been through that too because no one is different than understanding. Right. My uncles always told me stuff. And after the stuff happened to me, I understood why they told me. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, you had to wait until oh, I went yeah. mm-hmm. No one is different than understanding. So how do y'all deal with, uh, like you and the, the baby mom having two different understandings on a topic and the kid is kind of in between Mm-hmm. Oh, my dad said do this. Well, you at my house, so it's my house, my rule, <laughs> or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Your mom, your baby mom talking about something. You like, nah, you do that at your mama house, but over here, this mm-hmm. one we because that puts the kid in an awkward place. Yeah, they like, damn, 
If I don't do it, my daddy gonna whoop my ass. My yeah. mom gonna, I ain't gonna hear. I'm gonna hear about that shit for two, three weeks. Man, I try to talk to him and ask him what he think. Yeah. Man, I don't ever try to pressure my my thoughts on him. I just ask him what he think. Right. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then I tell him what I think. Mm-hmm. That might change how he think. Give him more. But I'm gonna let, I'm gonna hear what he want, what, how he think first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So what if how he thinking you feel is fucked up? I can explain why I feel. I've been on Earth a long time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, can, I got. I can show you the work, just like in a math problem. I'll show you the work why yeah. I think like this. Yeah, right. and show me the work why you think like that. Okay, I've been your and way. Show me the work if your, if your uh, mother disagree. Right. You feel me? We could all you. put it. Yeah. We could all put it. It's just like a a, a rule. Right. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Look for the similarities. Yeah. What's wrong with that? And form your own opinion. You mm-hmm. your own person. You a young man. We 15. Yeah. You know, so I talk to him similar to how I talk to y'all. Right. Already. Mm-hmm. Is he like real That's strong-minded, real. strong-willed, or is he more shy, or how's he turning out? Uh, he's pretty soft-spoken. Yeah. He be real focused. Real, real focused, like in school, yeah. on school work and stuff. He want to be an animator. Right. Okay. And he's probably saying all that stuff. Right. Yeah, he gonna make cartoons and stuff. Is he drawing it or on the computer? He got like a little pad thing. Oh, uh, okay. You me? Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, though. I got a question, man, because I was thinking about this because I think about it myself. Like, with my daughter, like, you know, with, with all my daughters, actually, like, you know, it's certain things, like we was just saying, like, you know, they go learn from the mother's perspective, really. but it might be certain things that what they mother teaching them, it might be yeah. from a perspective of a poisonous point of view. Yeah. When I say poisonous point of view, it's like you got to think about from the beginning of time when certain things were passed down to mm-hmm. our grandparents, their great grandparents, to our parents. Mm-hmm. They got fed from a poisonous point of view. Some mm-hmm. of the things they taught was his story, not history. Yes, yeah, things that just weren't really facts. Mm-hmm. It was just a way to coerce us to think the way uh, in a Europeanized mm-hmm. perspective. So, does it? Do, do you feel like you had more advantage when you had your son for that time that you did before it got back to yeah. the co-parent state? You had a better advantage of really dropping yeah. the jewels in and that yeah. you really needed to hear that his mama wasn't gonna drop mm-hmm. it. Because a lot of times women gonna rob the program. Yeah, I'm living. I'm living my life. I'm working. Mm-hmm. I got a good job. I'm doing. They gonna go with the program. Whatever the system mm-hmm. going on, they might watch the TV. Whatever the president say, okay, this is what it is. It, but then there's certain things you know that ain't what it is and you might be trying to lace your kid yeah. up on how it really goes right. but you can't really do it because you got him in the way of yeah. putting this in their head yeah. so that time that you had where it was just you and yeah. him do you feel like that was right. a good advantage for you to drop them jewels because I wasn't traded for the world no I, I did no. It, it changed totally like no no man every day like to provide protect progress I was saying right. like every that's day dope. Like when I was younger, I remember when I stayed, I stayed with a bunch of people growing up, like aunties and uncles and my grandmas and all of them. And uh, when I stayed with one auntie, I had to read a black history book every week. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I made him do that too. Right. You mm-hmm. feel me? And every time I did something wrong, I had to do push-ups. You know, I had to, if I spoke improper, mm-hmm. like I said, ain't. Mm-hmm. So I called them by their names yeah. before saying uncle or aunt or right, something right, like that. Right. I had to do push-ups. End of the day, they might drop it on 120 of them. Right. You know? Ooh. 
So yeah. I ain't never whooped him like that. He did push-ups. He right. pushed that flow. That's yeah, good, though. That's a he dope way, though. He push that flow, and I'm going to talk to him. It's a dope man. What's a man's job? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. When he was younger. And he probably mad at me when he was real young, but that's because he was fucking up. Right. But after he quit fucking up. He understood. And he kind of. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> solid now. He, yeah. he cut his hair, he boss out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? right. And he's solid. Right. He eat a lot. Right. So, yeah, I fucked him for a lot of stuff. I love it. I love you come it. in here right now, you can ask him who Harriet Tubman is. Oh, yeah. she freaked slaves on the underground yeah. railroad. A mm. real railroad? No, it was uh, schools and yeah. churches, and yeah. he going to break it down for right. you. Yeah. Off the drop. That's dope. He know that. I love that. I love it. Because, you know, that's the thing. Is like, we got to get, you know, growing up, even even when we grew up, I mean, it didn't hurt us. Mm. It didn't kill us. We learned from it in one way or another. But our parents, we grew up where our parents were really just talking at us and not talking to us. Yeah. You know, we got to get to the point, like, you know, and I said that in one of the podcasts. We got to start talking to our kids and not just yeah. at You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the understanding come in when we talking to them. Yeah. Instead of talking at them, we got to remember that they humans too. It's a certain level of respect that we have to show them because how you gonna understand respect if you're not getting it mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so i'm gonna respect you son thank you for doing that or daughter whatever thank mm-hmm. you for for cleaning that up for me it's okay to tell your kids thank even though i know you my child you're supposed to do this mm-hmm. but i still should give you the respect and say thank you for cleaning it up for me yeah. like i asked you to do yeah because that's showing you proper respect mm-hmm. and right. appreciation yeah. and you know we got to talk to our kids and stop mm-hmm. talking at them if yeah. we want them to get the right understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have y'all y'all forms of discipline changed as your kids got older? Or y'all still stick to the same thing y'all did when they were small? Um, I don't really have to discipline them anymore. Yeah. Well, that's because of how you feel me. Yeah. Well, I think when, when you do what if you do it right when they're younger, it's easier. It, it ain't gonna yeah. be no. No consistent yeah. fucking up. It might mm-hmm. be some here and there that just right. come with right. adolescence, yeah. you know. But mm-hmm. you don't really get in trouble. I ain't at work. I ain't doing no too dumb shit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With me, it's, it changed a little bit because of the development of their minds. Because you, my daughters are like the youngest daughter. I got is nine. Mm. My, I got a daughter that's. I mean, I look young. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But I got a daughter that's my, my oldest daughter's like 23. And my my youngest daughter, she's gonna be she gonna be 21. My younger daughter's gonna be 21. What? Yeah. Damn. So I'm, a, I'm a young OG, <laughs> I'm 40-something. I'm a young OG. I'm a young OG, yeah. but I'm holding it. What? See, God got yeah. me. You got two babysitters. God got me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God got me. But, you know, like, I think it changed because of the, the development of their mind. Yeah. And they seeing things from a different perspective, not a teenage or younger mm-hmm. perspective. Now they're seeing it from an adult perspective. Yeah. And they still trying to get an understanding of who they are, mm-hmm. what direction they want to go as young ladies yeah. and stuff like that. So it's certain things that mm-hmm. I can't tell them because I'm yeah. not a woman, mm-hmm. but I can tell them from a male perspective yeah. what to look out for and things mm-hmm. like that. So it just depends. Yeah. They go bump their head a little bit because they older now. Yeah. And they got that that avenue in, in space where they can say, I can do this if I want to because mm-hmm. I'm old enough. Yeah. So now they're going to they gonna make mistakes. They're going to make, everybody going to make mistakes. Yeah. So, yeah, it just depends on when you when you ask that question, mm-hmm. it just depends on 
from that perspective. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So has being a, uh, a single father changed your know, time management? Does it fuck up like your schedule some? Sometimes you gotta go get him. You're like, damn, I already had tickets to go, you know, see the mask with this little chick or something. Mm-hmm. And now your baby mom cry, now I need you to come get your son. Mm-hmm. Like, does that ever interfere with what you got going on? No, not really. Yeah. No, nah, because I, uh, well, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so right. I pretty much build cabinets and stuff. I'm able to make my own schedule. Right. right. You feel me? So as long as I know, I can work around pretty much anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can shift things around. So that's mm-hmm. always, and I've been like that since my early 20s, you know? Right. right. So that's that was also a blessing. Learn to trades. Yeah, you, know, you ain't gotta work for nobody. You yeah. can't drive a forklift when you clock off for nobody. Yeah, you know, you can learn how to do something. A trade. You can sell. Right. You feel me? Plumbing, carpentry. So you can do it with your tattoo, hands. Whatever. Yeah. You Sadly, so nothing else. I can use these hands. And that's right. Money. Yeah. Sadly, I don't want to, but yeah. if I have to, mm-hmm. and I can charge them. And you yeah. know, it's crazy because that that's. Sadly, that's the thing that they trying to knock out the way. Yeah, they yeah. Get rid the trades they trying to build to force the people to work for them mm-hmm. instead of having people that's willing to learn a trade and labor for themselves. Yeah. So that that's the big old uh, the big. The question is, what do you want to do? What is it in you? What's your gift? What you trying to tap into mm-hmm. to put you in a position to better you? You know what I'm saying? They don't happen overnight for some situations. It take time. Yeah. But once you tap into it and you, you just continue to follow and fulfill it until something works. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's that's some good advice right there. Yeah. Learn a trade, man. Yeah, yeah, tap into yeah. your gift because whatever yeah. your trade is, it might be something that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah. That's you ain't got. I got an uncle. You feel me, my uncle Barry? Shout out to Barry. He say life like a belt. You want to get as many notches as you can on your belt. Yeah. Notches with each thing you can do. Right. With each notch you got. You feel me? Less mm-hmm. odds you're gonna be broke. Yeah. yeah. Basically. You know how to work yeah, on cars, build, plumber, electrical. Yeah. You right. ain't gotta do that for a living, but you'll never be broke. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Opportunities gonna arrive gonna make you some money. Yeah. where uh you can make you some money. Right. Yeah. Money right. come around. That's that hustle right. spirit. Yeah. yeah. You know, most of most of us are raised in that. Mm-hmm. But you know, our kids aren't being raised in it. Because we had that hustler spirit, now we in a better place than we was when we was kids. Yeah. Like, so do y'all find it frustrating that y'all kids are like spoiled and they they're softer than the previous version? Yeah. He's definitely softer than me because I've been. Sometimes you looking like damn, you crying about that shit. Like, <laughs> but you don't want to give him the same old boy. back in my day. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it though. Yeah, you, know, you go hear back in my day. Yeah, you go hear about the nineties. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you about. We gonna listen to the music and everything. I'm gonna tell you about. I'm gonna tell you about how my uncles and all them did me. They sitting over there looking out the window like, God, look at me. I heard the story seventy two times. They don't know how good they got it. Yeah, they don't know how good they got it. Yeah, like, but stuff that they get. He a better kid than I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what you want. Yeah. You know, and I, I tell people all the time, man, like, you know, the problem with, with 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 our generation that came before this generation because of what our family and grandparents and parents and grandmothers and mothers taught us, it was like, we want our kids 
to be like, I'm going to raise you so you can do good and do it this way. But mm-hmm. they, you so entrapped in trying to make your kids be like you mm-hmm. that you take away from them being themselves. Mm-hmm. You can't raise them to be like you. You got to raise them to be better than you. Yeah. To be themselves and be open to their mm-hmm. own opinions and their own thoughts mm-hmm. so they can flourish from there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's real big. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. they the heir. You feel me? To right. the throne. Right. Uh, they got to be able to run it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And better than you would be nice. Right. <laughs> for the right. future heirs. Yeah. You know? Thinking for themselves, that's yeah. what plays a part in it. Because there's going to be situations where they're going to have to use their they thoughts and figure mm-hmm. out how they can problem solve in certain situations. Damn, what would Pops do if he was here? Or, shoot, how can I do this? You know what I'm saying? They're going to mm-hmm. have to figure that out yeah. to keep whatever you laid down going. Mm-hmm. They got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. If you if you always trying to put your thoughts in them, they never going to have room to, to have their own thoughts to figure yeah. shit out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's real big. Yeah. That's a that's a deep thing that you know I had to deal with with my child. My mom would always tell me, like, make sure you listen to her. You know, mm-hmm. don't talk over her. Mm-hmm. Make sure you really hear what she's trying to say. Right. Like she may not know how to say it, mm-hmm. how she's thinking it in her head. Right. But kind of like you said on the last episode, yeah. it was like, you know, you got all this shit going on in life. You got bills and mm-hmm. you dating somebody and your mm-hmm. kids here. And you're like, yeah, like I'm trying to deal with shit right now. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to tell you something really loud, yeah. what you had said. Yeah. And that stuck with me after you said that in that episode. Right. You know, of me being more conscious and making sure I'm, I'm listening to mm-hmm. what I was here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you yeah. uh how do you feel like um like where do you feel like he's gonna be? Do you already have like something in your head like he gonna be a doctor or he gonna be a? Oh, uh, I think he gonna be an animator, man. Make cartoons or video games or something. I definitely think he gonna be a good businessman. Yeah, right. and then you feel me. I'm trying to leave him a few, right. <laughs> you know. Sure. And start with, yeah, grease some pockets a little mm-hmm. bit. Right. You gonna start with more than I started with. Yeah, that's for sure. For sure, for sure. Leave yeah. some behind. So that's one of the things I wanted to be uh, conscious of. A couple of years ago, I went and got life insurance finally. Right. And you know, I kept seeing people, more and more people, talking about it, and that wasn't really nothing that was talked about when mm-hmm. I grew up. I never really knew anybody that had life insurance. My version of life insurance is when you die, your family's on all call around. Somebody gonna Mm -hmm. take the head, probably your auntie. So you're gonna try to scrounge up eight thousand dollars. You're gonna get in a couple arguments about who should already have money set aside. Oh, they was military. Yeah, or you military. (laughs) That body gotta be put on ice for like two weeks because we can't get this shit figured out. Right. And then we finally get a get together, a little ghetto ass funeral. All your dads go to easy. They'll go to cheaper way. Just go cremate. Get you cremated, right? Because I mean, I got a couple of family members and my grandma was cremated. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that ain't just, what, what her wishes was. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but some of them, they, they won't. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing is like, it's like they, their mind is so stuck into to the frame of like, hey man, I know the family's struggling. They not thinking outside. They not thinking outside the box of mm-hmm. something bigger or how we can progress or how we can create family wealth mm-hmm. they just think like the family is you know this is our income this is our base income this is what the family's doing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so just cremate me because mm-hmm. i don't want it to be yeah try not to be a burden i don't want to mm-hmm. be a burden on y'all instead of looking when at I'm the big gone. picture let, yeah. you know let's sit down and let's talk about a plan that 
we can devise something to create something mm-hmm. that's financially gonna help us all to where we don't have to even think like yeah, that. Right. You know the whole family could be putting in on a policy, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Let's say it was you, your wife, and y'all had three kids that was in their twenties. Mm-hmm. All of y'all could just put in fifty dollars a month towards a policy on you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. something happens to dad, this whole structure don't fall apart. Yeah. We're gonna get five hundred thousand, so we got something appreciate you, yeah, Dad. Throw that right back you know on top saying? of the business. To so keep now we keep the business going yeah. instead of my yeah, dad sir. died, then we lost the house, mm-hmm. and my mom couldn't do it. Yeah. He on crack now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We could stop all of that with just life insurance alone. It's and an that's investment. one thing that I, I don't see nobody talking about mm-hmm. that shit in black households no, growing right. up. That's now. true at all. So do y'all speak to y'all kids about? Having a backup plan and uh, like finances for the next generation, or is it too young? I talk to them now. Yeah. I tell them, hey, one day I'm gonna go. I don't know when yeah. I'm gonna go, yeah. but when I go, everything is yours. Yeah. If, yeah. if anybody tell you different, they lie. Hold yeah. it down. Don't sell nothing. Give it yeah. to your son, the third. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And acquire most stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. give it to him. Tell him the same. Tell him what to do to the fourth. Yeah. You feel me? That's how you That's real. That's real. Because my thing is this, man. Like, you know, I feel like, just think about it. Like, this this is a, a good little analogy, a good little example. Like, you think about, you got people in Japan and China and just, you know, all over different different parts of the world where you might have an eight-year-old right now that's a millionaire or a billionaire because he's a genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How, did they, how did they get a genius? How did they get to that genius mind state? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They creativity and all that. They parents, all they did was continue to help them build on their creativity mm-hmm. and how they think and what they thoughts are. So, if whatever seeds they planted in that child to 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 get them to that next level in life to be who they are, we can do that with our kids now too. So mm-hmm. I don't just go oh, there. They're too young. Don't tell them that. So you five years old. I'm finna talk to you like you're twenty right now. Right. So mm-hmm. when you get fifteen. You gonna be talking like you thirty, yeah, like so. It's, man, yeah, I'm already man. dropping seeds in you right now. Mm-hmm. That's gonna put you ahead of everybody else. So when it comes to the age factor, I think that's just something people throw out there. That's a distraction. Yeah, yeah that's it's whatever we put in our kids now. They gonna it's they gonna never too young. They never too young to get it, bro. You know what I'm saying? They might not understand it as much, yeah, that's but then right. they gonna read a certain peak where they're okay. Mm-hmm. Now I know why. Yeah, I remember you used to always say that. Yeah, it could take 10, 15 years. That's what he meant. Yeah, like, bro. He's going to have that little grin. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. I remember right, what man. it was. Yeah. So what's the number one thing y'all say to y'all kids the most? If I was to call your son in right now, like, what's what's the thing? What's your dad saying? What are you, you going to say? Man, I don't know. I got a lot of sayings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can write a book. Yeah. He said, I got a lot of sayings. You got something that you say a lot yeah, too? I always tell him like this. I tell him like this. Uh, Trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I always tell them, because I know kids going to smoke, drink. They're going to do what they do. I mean, mm-hmm. they grown now, but they do that. I say, you know, never uh, never drink a drink you didn't pull and never smoke a blunt you didn't roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a heavy statement, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not even just literal on just drinking and smoking. Just yeah. 
You know, I only trust what you know. You saw with your own eyes. Yeah, that's you did. Period. And that's the whole point of my saying Anything that. coming from anybody's other hand or mouth, bro. Mm-hmm. There's that's a chance that yeah. it might not be 100. Yeah, there you go. You're not 100% safe. Yeah. yeah, that's the breakdown. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. So I love that saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They be like, oh, that's a hood saying. I'm like, yeah, but it's got understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the if breakdown you know, behind it. If you speak yeah. our language, you're going to. You, you caught on to it that quick. You feel me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but you know, it's it's just, just make you think like it ain't just like, oh damn, he rolled the blunt. No, I ain't gonna do that. Oh, he got poured a drink for him. No, it's gonna make you think in every situation, like, oh, this person said that, but I don't know. Let me go look for myself. Yeah. Or oh, this person gave me this, but I don't know if this is solid. Let yeah. me make sure. You look at it, it, say it's organic. Yeah, but I don't yeah. you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't it's gonna, it it's gonna make the them use their own their own mind. Right. You know? Don't think like me. Just think for yourself. That's it. And not but not for what somebody else is telling you. Yeah. Simple and plain. Right? A person think they mouth say anything. Right. Yeah. You don't know what they got to gain from mm-hmm. a situation. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so careful, like doing business with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times niggas. You always do shit by yourself. You yeah. don't fuck with nobody. Right. It's not that I don't really fuck with y'all. Just, mm-hmm. I just don't know. Easier and less risky. <laughs> some things I'm risky personal. with. Some things I'm not. Mm-hmm. If I'm investing a lot of time in it, I'm probably not going to be that risky with it. Because yeah. right? I really yeah. value my time. Mm-hmm. So if I see you kind of moving a little questionable, yeah. or even if I just heard something that's hearsay, I'm like, let me do some more investigating first. Mm-hmm. Research. You know what I'm saying? Gotta be like minded though. It gotta move on the same wave pattern, bro. Yeah, it was kind of how me and him met. Like mm-hmm. you know, we kept coming around each other, and he kept talking about it. But I'm like, let me give it some more time and fill him out. Yeah, and see if every time I talk to him, if he on the same thing mm-hmm. or he was just you know on the spotlight one time. Yeah, right. I, I call it the spotlight. Yeah, everybody right. get on they they little soapbox yeah, for a minute. They might be feeling like but that. Every time like I that. seen him, he was on that same vibration. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he really talking about that. All right, let's do business. Yeah. And now we on episode six. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And I'm cool. That's kind of how, like, speaking of, you know, the camera guy. Mm-hmm. The camera guy over there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Odell. I know, Odell. You know what I'm saying? Behind the lens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, like, he just always been on point. Man. Yeah. Always. And I was like, I would tell him. Like, we have conversations sometimes, not even with him around. Like, and we always talk about, man, you know, when things go the way they're supposed to go, when things blow, Odell's going to be right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had, I ain't going to mention no name, but we had another guy, you know, we dealt with. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was low-key trying to kick Odell out the box. Mm. I was like, nah, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. We're not finna, we're not finna kick him out the box like that because his loyalty to him, like, yeah. you know, he always on time, he always 100 with it, like, you mm-hmm. know, and we like that with anybody we deal yeah. with, even people we bring on the show, like, when we first started, it was like, uh, people wanted to come on, talk about their rap careers, and dip. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, that. but that's not the basis of the yeah. show. Like, you know, it's all good. We gonna let you speak about what you do and all that. We gonna yeah. be your spotlight, your 10 minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. but Let's talk about something that's real. That's 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 gonna be something that's gonna touch the culture. Yeah. That's gonna help people. That's something that people mm-hmm. might not talk about no more. So that now we here. Yeah. And the setup is dope as fuck. I love it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so it. Dope yeah. Uh, yeah. Should have been doing this shit yeah. years ago. For real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, 
especially with you having girls, how yeah. do you deal with the emotions y'all kids go through? Man. Do they ever hit you up on daddy? This boy <laughs> no. did this. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with so you, bro. Like, it's that's hard, <coughs> and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. It's like it's crazy because sometimes it could hit that it could be seasonal. It could be one going through it, the other one good. Damn. Then it'd be them situations where they both going through it at the same, same time. time. Like you know, and I'm talking about I just. Recently was just having these type of conversations with my two oldest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like one of them have a situation over here, one have a situation over here. And sometimes they get mad because being that they so in their emotions and they want to hear the things that's going that's going to kind of calm and soothe their heart. But when I tell them the truth, sometimes you're not on my sad side. I'm going to call mom. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I love you. Talk to you later then. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you the truth because Sometimes what you're dealing with might be something that you brought. Yeah. You got to keep it real. If you want to grow and be the the woman that you want, you're supposed to be, you got to realize that you have to be responsible for the shit you're doing Mm -hmm. too. And that's just what it is. I'm not going to raise you and I'm not going to like pity pat you through it. I'm going to keep it 100 with you because the type of woman that you need to be as far as being tapped into your femininity and things like that, to overcome that masculine side that your mamas might have gave you or passed down to you, mm-hmm. you have to tap into that feminine side. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie to you, and I'm not going to baby you, I'm not going to yeah. do nothing. I'm keeping real with you. And that's what I tell them. Just you know, look at what you can change about yourself as well that might make that situation go a little bit easier for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Anything outside of that, if it ain't good for you, see it for what it is and move around. Yeah. Simple and plain. Do you have to deal with that with your son? Or yeah. Not really because it's a boy? I try to, uh, if he do feel some type of way, I listen to him and everything, you feel me? But I do stress that, you feel me? When you become a man, ain't too many people going to care outside of me. And you feel me? Yeah. A few others. So you, get it out now. Yeah, yeah you need to toughen the fuck up. I'm the only one that's If it that ain't that right. bad, you feel me? I feel you. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a man, we got to take shit on our shoulder and keep Provide, protecting, and progressing everything. Yeah. You know, keep stepping. Those basic things still mm-hmm. have to be done. Yeah, and that's the thing. Sure. Dealing with the girls, women don't understand that. It's like they need to take that time to reflect on this. Like right now, mm-hmm. I have to deal with this emotion. Mm-hmm. Man, we'll throw that shit on our back and keep going. Yeah, eat Because the rent, water, electric, cable mm-hmm. bill today. Right. Yeah, I still gotta go get this twelve hours in, mm-hmm. so I can have this extra twelve hundred to put on right. this. Yeah, I deal with that shit later. I think about it a little yeah. bit throughout the day. Mm-hmm. We really gonna analytically hash it out though and be done with it. Mm-hmm. You get home mm-hmm. every day for six days straight. She still. Bummed out thinking about this shit. Yeah. You like, oh, I already, we yeah. already. I thought we was done with that. Right. Yeah, I was bummed you out. You don't want to, you know, explore your emotions. You like, really? Mm-hmm. I, I thought I handled it in my head. Yeah. So some of the things that I I've had discussions with women about. Now I have discussions with my daughter about. Mm-hmm. She thinks, you know, of course, like a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. So we still kind of at odds on the way we think. Yeah. And like you said. Sometimes they'll want to get off the phone and she'll be like, I know she'll want to like stop texting because she'll get like real dry. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah. Like, all right, you didn't really want to hear that. It was your mm-hmm. fault. Or yeah, I always tell her, you know, whatever you go through, the only thing you can change is how you think about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
the bad thing already happened. Mm-hmm. Like you can't change that. So why are you sitting here sulking? You could be thinking on how not to have it happen again, right. how to get out of your situation. Like mm-hmm. you spend your time right. wisely in your head. Yeah. 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 I always tell her that. So yeah. to go back to when y'all when I asked y'all about the thing y'all say, that's probably the thing I tell her the most is you control your feelings and how you feel, you know, in, in circumstances and that will control your environment. Right. You can be living in the shittiest neighborhood, mm-hmm. making ten grand a year, but if your mindset is right, yeah. you know what I'm saying, it don't feel the same. Right. Yeah. That's real. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that perspective. But also I wanna say this too, like for especially for single fathers too, like even though we gotta take that shit, we gotta throw it on our shoulders, it don't mean sweep it under the rug. You still right. have to deal with those, mm-hmm. those right. emotions. You gotta come back to and those feelings, you gotta come back mm-hmm. to it because you're not gonna grow in that area, and that might be like a little. That could be like a snare that keep you back from something else that you gotta succeed in, or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could it could hurt you in some way later on. Mm-hmm. You know, it could build up resentment, trauma, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you still have to deal with that, whatever that is. As men, we have to. Do, we might can't deal with it the way women deal with it. Mm. Of course not. No. You know what I'm saying? But we do have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say that, just shoot that out there. Because some people might get to understand the wrong, oh, just brush it off. No, you got to deal with that. Whatever that yeah. feeling, that emotion, whatever yeah. that is, you know what I'm saying? You got to fix yeah. that within yeah. yourself so it won't be something that hurts you later. You just saying, don't take 10 years. Don't, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I know some yeah. older women that have held on to stuff for 20, 30, mm-hmm. 40 years. And be bitter as hell. Still bitter, bitter. but... Bitter. Yeah, yeah, she took my boyfriend when he was in high school. In high school? And you like 60. Like, yeah. You know what I'm 60, you still you worried mad. about she took your you man? Yeah, because you right. found a pager number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. And you know what I'm saying? I know the trauma is like a, a touchy thing, but I noticed that, like, even when young girls get touched, you know, at the younger age, right, right. there has to be some type of counseling from the parents. Mm-hmm. And I always yeah. hear the kids, like, I told my mama, but she, you know, her first thing she said was, what did you have on? What, what did, did you do? do? Like, yeah, that's you know, don't ever wow. approach it that way. Like, wow. my mom was eight. I didn't do mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Right. There was nothing I could have did at eight. That made to make a whole okay. person do that to me. Yeah. Yeah. And get your child counseling. Mm-hmm. So do y'all ever, uh, have you ever had to put your kids in counseling? Do y'all believe in counseling? Uh, I don't see a lot of parents with kids in counseling. Oh, Mm. It's usually like home counseling. Yeah. For me. I, I think, think you should be the counselor. I yeah. think if you do it, see, there you go. I feel that. Mm. I think if you do it, it won't even have to go to the next step to where you have to go somewhere yeah. else. And when they call you, like my thing with me, with my daughters, bro, it's like, I ain't knocking their mamas. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's their mama. They love their mama. But my daughters can call me and talk to me about things that they can't talk mm-hmm. to with their mamas about yeah. because you know mothers they come from come from the perspective of like then why you do that mm-hmm. oh you know you shouldn't do that oh you, I don't come like that I come at them in a different I come from a level of understanding when I'm talking to them and I I let them know from my standpoint why I feel the way things should should be this way or why they should look at them this way or whatever you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? it's a different level of understanding. The counseling got to start at home, I think. So when you go outside yeah. of that, it's nothing wrong with it. It's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. I'm not knocking anybody who's doing it. Because sometimes it'd be certain traumas that kids yeah. go through that. You're not a doctor, so certain things you can't diagnose. 
So you might have to go to that level a little bit. If but your child asked to go, would you let them go? Would you pay yeah, for it? Yeah, I'll be down to take my child. Yeah, that's of her about that graduating early. It's like she was like, man, I'm finna just get to it. 
go yeah. do what I got to do. She graduated early, you know what I'm saying? So I was proud of her for that because, yeah. you know, that just showed how advanced she's really, she really is, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And my, um, my, my, my middle daughter, she, um, I was proud of her because she went through a lot of trauma. Like we did an episode on the Cinderella effect and, um, she went through the, you know, the emotional side of the Cinderella effect, you know, she did with a lot of trauma and stuff yeah. like that. So when she finally like gave herself the strength to step out on her own and get her own spot, mm-hmm. I had a nice little car drop top audience. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was proud of her yeah. because at this time she was only like 19. Mm-hmm. She was like 19 when she did, you know, but it was like the, the stuff that she went through and had to overcome to get to that point. It really, really, really made me proud of her because I said, you know, you really strong. Yeah, you came out you really strong. Yeah, you stronger yeah. than you thought you were. You strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's still pushing. Yeah, you know. That's what's so, up. Yeah. So how do y'all move through the, the disappointing times? Is it uh, a one conversation thing and then they got it? Or do you have to keep on harping on them for a few months and they, they keep doing the same shit? What do y'all go through? Uh, I don't really see too much disappointment, to be honest. Not these days. I uh, think it's pretty. I feel like so, I, I feel like it's down here for real. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's really what it feel like. Yeah. Like when we already went up here, yeah. Now everything seems like really cool control. Right. Yeah. See, so you in a unique spot because you you down here on two of them, but you still up here on that one at nine year old. So you already know you could imagine what my mind state is at that. Yeah. Like I say this to people all the time, man, and it's crazy, but to me it's real. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense to me. If y'all if y'all pick up on what I'm gonna say, I don't understand. It's like I'm happy for my kids. Well well, let's just say, especially for the young women. You know what I'm saying? Because that that this is especially uh what I'm about to say is towards her. Because she still got a long way to go. It's like I'm happy for my kids, but I'm sad for them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because they got to deal with so much more. Just look at the way the world is now. Yeah, when they get our right. age, look how it's going to be fucked up, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know what they're going to experience, yeah. what they might be seeing, and what's going to be going on mm-hmm. in their life. It's going to be crazy. Like, it's like, I'm happy you're here. God bless me with you, but I'm kind of sad, too, because... Yeah. The shit this fucked up world throwing at us. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you got to really, really dedicate yourself to like giving them the game and dropping jewels on them and all that kind of stuff. But like sometimes, you know, like I was saying earlier, you could tell them things and they'll learn from it like that. Yeah. And then some things they'll be like, hey, dad, I know we talked about this before, but uh, I still feel this way. And it, okay, well, I done told you this, this and this. Y'all want you to know this, this and this. And that's mm-hmm. it. And I'm done. And yeah. then from there, you're going to have to learn on your own. Mm-hmm. But the jewels that I gave you and dropped on you, they're going to help you. Mm-hmm. Even if some of them don't help you right then, they're going to help you later on. Yeah. And you're going to be able to tell your kids. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it. But I want to ask you the same question. What The same two questions. What thing about your child made you really happy? Mm-hmm. And also the question you just asked right now. Do you feel like they take it in, you know, once you give them a... Uh, for my daughter, it's, it's definitely not a one conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
it's a repetitive thing. It's, it's with girls, man. I think it's just something with women, man. Like, it might have insurance. And it's how I say it, too. Because mm-hmm. I could say something to one of y'all. Like, uh, I don't know. Nigga, pick the phone up. And you mm-hmm. just grab the phone. But to mm-hmm. her, she be like, why are you yelling at me yeah. like that? And I'm right, like, right. I just said it. I ain't mean yeah. it. Like, yeah. You know, he didn't take no offense to it. It was right, just right, off the right. down. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of times, it's not what I'm saying. It's how I'm, I'm saying, saying it. So yeah. I may be too assertive for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. So it's something that my mom talks to me about about how to better approach her to get the point across. Right. Like, you may be saying the right thing a thousand times, but it's never going to go in if you don't say it the right way. Yeah, right. You said it the right way one time. Because some things, she'll be like, I learned this. And I'm like, where you get that from? And she'll say, like, some dude on YouTube. I'm like, I just you told you like that. Years. <laughs> yeah. You're not about to get a credit, yeah, sir. You feel me? Tom, whoever yeah. on. Right. Right. <laughs> on Facebook yeah. or something. Nah, we just talked about this last week. Yeah, that was you me. Know what <laughs> <laughs> so now when he saying, now you're going to understand. Right, it. Well, he right. said it this way. Well, let me see the video. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'll go in her room and sit down and watch, you know, like, she's into, like, church videos mm-hmm. a lot. And like uh, speakers, like pastors and stuff. That's mm-hmm. So I sit down and listen. Like God first, saying? y'all. God first. Yeah, for sure. So like where her TV is out on the wall, it's on the other side of the wall is the master bedroom. Yeah. So I can hear. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me go see. You know who this man is? Is talking to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Whatever ideas he putting in her head, she's mm-hmm. keeping them. Right. So you know, I sit in there and make sure it's all square business. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, uh, I dip out. But uh, that kind of leads into my proudest moment. Uh, last year, for some reason, she had like some type of epitome and like jumped into this spiritual, getting herself together mode, mm-hmm. like completely on her own. Mm-hmm. She didn't get it from me, I don't yeah. think, or from mm-hmm. her mom. Right. But she's like hardcore focused on it. Mm-hmm. Everything I do, like. You know what I'm saying? She's on my ass about it. Like, are you doing that with the right intentions? Like, where are you learning this from? <laughs> like, that's like, you know, motivational speaking. You've been talking to Tony Robbins or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For yeah. real. So I'm like, I like that though. Mm-hmm. Like, she pulled me in there one night and I was in there. I'm thinking I'm about to just, because every night I go in there, I tell her good night, give her mm-hmm. a kiss. And uh, I went in there for that and we ended up talking for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And she was just like pouring her mind out to me. And I was just like, it was like a painting, though. In my mind, I could see the visions of what she was saying. Right. So I was, like, real proud of her. Um, just for, like, having this understanding. Because she's 14 at such mm-hmm. a young age. I'm like, why you think like this? Yeah. Like, I got this, like, two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you right. So, like, y'all said they get the knowledge faster than yeah. us. Yeah. So it, like, blows my like, mind. Like, I went in there and laid down. I'm like. And you know, she was in there talking about, like, you know what I'm saying? So now we having conversations like that. Right, yeah. So, you know, I'm proud of her for, for finding that understanding. And she's living through it. You know, she's trying to better her diet, not eating pork. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this shit ain't going to stick. She's going to eat some mm-hmm. bacon. Yeah. She'll come back to me the next summer. You know, I set her up. I make eggs, bacon, and shit for breakfast. Say that I don't want no bacon. I'm good. Yeah. Okay, you still sticking okay. with it. That's dope. Because okay. I told her when she started down this path, I'm like, you know, you and the little 10%, 90% of people are on this wave. Mm-hmm. So don't make them influence you into doing what they doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something as small as eating bacon, just because, oh, this is the norm. Why are you being weird? Why mm-hmm. you, right. ain't nobody getting no turkey bacon for you because you want something different. Right. Yeah. You still stick with what you doing. Yeah, that's it. Don't yeah. worry about that. They're going to try to ostracize you. Mm-hmm. And the girls at school, especially. Yeah. 
They gonna make yeah. fun of you, mm-hmm. call you names, but you still stick to what you believe Separated in. Separated from me. For whatever true. reason you believe in it for. Right. And you ain't gotta explain that to nobody why yeah. you believe it. So that's that's real. I like that. I like the way you broke yeah. that down. Yeah. I just told it because you know, um, our kids don't have their own minds, man. Especially in the in the new age now with technology and like we said, we got phones, we got yeah. you know what I'm saying, they gotta have their own minds. They gotta be able to think for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Do y'all have any issues uh, at school with your kids? Did y'all ever go through the bullying thing? I know the bully thing is real popular right now. The kids committing suicide and shit. I did once in middle school. Some kid tried to take his backpack or something. Mm. And uh, he got in trouble for fighting. Like two or three of them got in trouble for hitting one of them, grabbing his backpack back. Yeah. That was another proud moment. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I told you to do. Yeah. In the office, like, don't ever hit people. Touch him and take it back. Yeah. You feel me? That's, yeah. you feel me? I think we can win that case. Yeah. So are you in the principal <laughs> office, like, you chastise them, but then you get to the car, like, my nigga. Nah. Oh, you, you in there, like, nah, that's nah. what I told them to do. I went in there, like, you feel me? It's somebody. That's not like him. Why? Yeah, it you had know? to be something that triggered that because I know well, my son. Well, he said somebody took their backpack and uh, he was trying to take his bag and they hit him, so he hit him. Yeah. Okay, so why I is said, he okay, in so here? Everybody, well, they're both in trouble. Yeah, I said, well. Yeah, we'll take that. Mean? I seem like, I don't see a problem. Personally, yeah. yeah. You know? I teach my kids, though, like, you know, somebody hits you, hit them back. Yeah. And I always tell them, like, you know, don't. Like my youngest daughter, I tell her in school, like, don't be no bully, don't be one of them kids that pick on everybody. But if somebody hits you, hit them back. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, yeah, I still don't, don't want you not that. to have like good characteristics about yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still want you to carry yourself in the proper manner, but mm-hmm. like, just if it come down to it, mm-hmm. you know what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. And I tell the principal, teacher, whoever, the yeah. same thing. This is how we mm-hmm. raise our kids. It didn't hurt us. Mm-hmm. My mama, my mama grew up. She told us like. If they bigger than you and you feel like you can't take them, pick something up and hit them across the head. My dad told me too. Yeah. Everything is a weapon. Yeah. Everything. They should have thought about that before they came. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Poke them in the eye. Mm-hmm. You need to make it back home. Right. That's yeah. it. That's, That's what my dad would tell me. Number one thing is I got to make it back yeah. home. Right. I'm going yeah. home by any means necessary. Right. You know, I feel for your family, but I got somewhere to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's one of the things I try to instill in my daughter, but she she don't have that in her. Mm-hmm. She didn't grow up how I grew up. She's more of the, she's in the Instagram age, so she's at the, you know, I want everybody to like me, mm-hmm. you know, so. And that's a dangerous slope you can get on. That's a slippery yeah, yeah, slope. Yeah. Cause then you start compromising yourself, doing things you really ain't comfortable with, mm-hmm. but everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to just be the one left behind. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you do it anyway. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I almost drowned that way, actually. <laughs> hey, I was like 15. I went to this pond party. I was working at Wendy's. This is my first job. Right. Shout out to Wendy's. They hired me. I was illegal to them. Up. <laughs> you ain't supposed to work until you're 16, but yeah. the manager stayed across the street from me. Right. And she knew I was a good kid, and I was just looking to hustle. Yeah. So she put me in. Nigga, I was working like 40 hours a week, adult hours. But you know, at the time, you're only supposed to work 20 hours a week. Yeah. That's like hey, the state like, law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm coming up with like 500, 560 a week. You boss, you was boss. Yeah, that was Back like. Back then, you, you was boss. Yeah, it was like 550 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But yeah, I was uh, working at Wendy's and uh, it was in a suburban area. You know, I had to catch the bus all the way out here. It was all these white folks and they was going to this pond party. 
It's like yeah. Greensville, Ohio. So it yeah. sounds like some shit I wasn't supposed to be at. Right. Mm-hmm. I go out there anyway, and they all jumping in the water. I know I can't swim. Right. But they jumping in, and they coming out so fast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it can't be that deep, because they just like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Mm-hmm. And they just going back and forth. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to jump in with them. <laughs> so I jump my black ass in. <laughs> Bro, as soon as I get in, ain't no fucking bottom. I'm kicking, no doing all the shit out of the scene, ain't none of that shit working. Yeah. This white girl worked with me, Becca. Shout out to Becca, you saved my life for real. <laughs> she jumped in. When she got close enough to me, I just grabbed her head, pushed her head down so I could come up and get air. Yeah. Becca fucking almost died. But she saved me. She got like airlifted to the hospital. You know, I had to go see her and make sure she was straight. Mm. She had so much water in her lungs. Mm. We were pushing her head underwater. Yeah. But, you know, all in all, the story is about not doing shit that you're not comfortable with, mm-hmm. that you know you weren't supposed to because you want yeah. to fit in. Yeah. I ain't want to be the one black guy that mm-hmm. y'all black people can't swim right. mm-hmm. at the fucking pond parties. Like, oh, why you even come? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I had that wisdom, like, nah, I'm going to just sit over here and chill. Y'all yeah. have fun. Should yeah. I take pictures yeah. of y'all? Yeah. Well, we ain't had these. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be different. And the thing is this one. I learned the hard way. Uh, <laughs> it's okay for... It's not wrong with wrong people to like you. You know what I'm saying? Like we said, we're in that age now where kids they on Instagram, TikTok, all this other social media stuff. Ain't nothing wrong with, with, with people liking you. But the thing is, you got to make sure people like you for who you are. Right. Not for who, who you feel like they want you to be. And our kids got to understand and know that. Yeah. Do they like you for who you are? Are you just a pretender? Yeah. No, just be you. You just be, be real. You ain't gonna be able to pretend forever. Yeah, you know, the lights don't go away anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I I definitely wanna you know thank you for hosting us today. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's our first episode outside of the studio. Shout out to C Walker. We always yeah. use C Walker Studios. It's all love, baby. It's all love. But uh, we we just getting a different look this year. Yeah. We're gonna go to everybody's hoods. We're gonna be tapped in with the community. We're tapping in. For We're gonna real, support baby. y'all closing yes, y'all business, whatever yes, y'all got. You know what I'm saying? Is anywhere that uh they can find your clothes, like a link or something? Oh, what my little I had an Instagram thing. Okay, you got some over here? Yeah. That's I don't know where you got it, man. Let's see you on here. That card right there. It's a card right wow. here. There we go. Instagram tag. Y'all get tapped in with the stay ready. Stay motivated, man. Y'all stay tapped the fuck in, man. For real, for real, man. We're going to holler at y'all, man. Peace.